I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? I don't even want to be cold. I don't want to do cold at all. Welcome to Roast Mortem Podcast, the only podcast that puts the RMC into podcasting. <laughs> uh, you know what RMC spells? Nothing, because don't have no vowels. But oh. in the past, they didn't have vowels. Uh, so this is Roast Mortem Cast. I'm Travis. Hey, Travis. I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Connor. This is good. Oh. Let's pretend this is our like fourth episode. We're still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Because we've I gone like... beyond that. We've passed the threshold. We missed the audience, but we've done everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> That's a real podcast pro there. When you just, you got just the letters and the audio and the ears. Bro, th- we're oh, the no. kind of podcast that in like 40 years from now, when they have a different type of podcast. That's going to review other podcasts, but from a historical way, like my, like the other show I do that reviews all these old school death metal bands that no one gives a shit about. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's going to be, we're going to be the sick podcast <laughs> in like 10 years when one of us is dead and I'm deaf. Someone's and it doesn't Congress. matter. We can't capitalize <laughs> on it at all. Yeah, there's going to awesome. be a whole bunch of like teenagers that are like, this is the cool old indie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> cool, guys. Uh, well, Thanks for as making we us do, famous. As we do in the classic cool cult podcast that we do. How was your week, everyone? Connor. Mike was good. Uh, I went to a birthday party for twin two-year-old boys yesterday. Whoa. Did you get drunk? No, I was the designated driver for my wife who got maybe a little tipsy. Okay. Like a Did the kids get drunk? Yeah, kids are getting shit-faced. It was at a brewery. I mean, they picked the place, so. Lizzie's a funny <laughs> drunk. Oh, can't really understand her much. It's lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wasn't, no, she was drunker Friday. We went out for her friend's 30th birthday. Also, I was also the DD. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got a lot of good driving in this week. Twice weekend. in a row? What did yeah. you do? Well, there are events that she knew the people. Oh, okay. I, one, you know, her friend's 30th birthday. That's like her event. I mean, not really an excuse because, like, when I don't know people, I need to get drunk. Fair. Yeah. Fair. yeah. Uh, but then also the, the twin boys, that's like a work party for her. You know? Right. Yeah. And you always you always drive for your spouse's work party. They they're that's the ones true. who's got to get drunk. Yeah, mm, good point. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. If you get too drunk, then you look like an asshole. They get fired from their job and go to jail. Exactly. Instead, yeah. she just had a beer and a half, and we got to take a pizza home. That's kind of just how modern racism works, where it's like <laughs> if your husband's racist, you get fired. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And we know you're not racist, so but maybe the drinking was is. the Dilbert guy's wife racist. Is that why this all has happened? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, fired, fired. <laughs> yeah, you got to hear Jim's, her. Yeah. Earthworm Jim's wife. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Fun week though. So solid fun, uh, despite being the the DD. It's not not a bad thing. No, it's not terrible. I mean, gives your. I mean, I don't know how you do it, but it sounds okay. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Travis? You survived the the winter storm. Oh yeah, we had all up and down the West Coast. We're getting we got snow. They had like snow in like San Diego. It's fucking crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> what is that? Um, it's the global rapture. That's what they call it. Rapture. Oh, the rapture. Right, right. I, I can yeah. believe that. Um, so I decided to go and get myself a pair of Red Wings. 
like legit leather boots. Yeah, I saw you posted those on the old Discord. Yeah, I'm just breaking them in. My feet hurt so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they kind of remind me of wearing ke- like catcher's mitt uh, mitts on my feet. Oh, it's just like breaking in the leather. Yeah. I want to put it under my pillow, but I stepped in all the poop, so it smells bad. Yeah, you got to get, like, a mannequin foot and then, like, put the mannequin foot in the boots, cover it, like, tighten it in rubber bands. That's how you'd, with a baseball glove, is you'd put a ball in the glove and tighten oh. it up and yeah. sleep on it. So just get a foot in those boots to stretch it a out. Re- a real foot. A real Portland hobo foot. Well, yeah. that actually would probably be better than the mannequin's foot, so. Yeah. Mm. Just quarterize it first. You're going to need to really clean those out though yeah like not just the bowling alley spray <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah it's just my 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 feet's been hurting this week that's my week <laughs> tom how's your week i was gonna say something about oh your week was buying shoes that's not that exciting and then i realized and reflecting on my week you bought it has shoes. been far less exciting <laughs> than travis's you bought socks yeah <laughs> and travis has to run away when i'm making fun of him yeah it's the worst you travis welcome back it. i was just making fun of you and then uh, then I started making fun of myself because oh, I realized right. my week no was pop- lame. You missed it, Travis. My week was lamer than yours. What do you do? Buy shoes? No, nothing. I didn't even get that. I didn't even buy socks. Yeah. Really oh, bummer man. of a week. Yeah. I I went to the gym. Cool. Dude, people use their feet there. <laughs> yeah, not by choice. Could have stolen a pair of shoes from the gym. That would have made it more exciting. Yeah. Dude, have a little rush. Come on, Tom. Don't oh, be yeah. selfish. You gotta stealing? steal sh- yeah, you got to steal shoes from lockers. Don't be selfish. You have to have come prepared for how was your week. Yeah, and if they get caught, you can say, no, 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 this is for a podcast I'm doing. That's true. <laughs> well, either way, my week wasn't very good. And uh, Travis, I can't believe you ruined the flow. And I'm not going to cut any of that out. <laughs> All right. I kind of had a thing going. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> Hadn't climaxed. Got distracted. I guess that's what my week has been, looking at myself being distracted. Whew. <laughs> Well, you know what? We've got an exciting new thing that we're going to be doing on the show here. Because tonight, we're doing something different. We're not roasting a person. We're going to be roasting a place. Shh. Place is going to be dumb, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Now, in this series, that's going to be running in between kind of uh, different roasts. You know, we're going to... It's an ongoing series. We're not doing back-to-back here. We're going to be focusing on failed European colonies in North America. Oh, okay. I thought you were you were going to take an angle of like, we're going to make fun of groups of people that live in a place. <laughs> oh, in Which yeah. I'm pretty good at. Yeah, that's, already a, do that's that, like though. the original American <laughs> podcast. So some of these places that like included in this whole series, you may have heard of before. Places like Roanoke or Jamestown. Those are shitty little colonies. Especially Roanoke. We don't even know what happened to them. Is Jamestown, that's Margaritaville, right? Yeah, that's where yeah. Jimmy Buffett was Jimmy born. Buffett, James Buffett. Yeah. And he, he when he bought it, he turned it into Margaritaville. Yeah. And a Dick's cool. Last Man, Resort. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you say a Dick's Last Resort? Like Dick's Sporting Good? You have never been to Dick's Last Resort? They have no. them down south. Nah. It's that, that's that's the why I'm moving down south. That's the restaurant where the other you, end right? of the world. <laughs> yeah, the whole shtick is they're mean to you, and they put like these fake condom things on your head and call you like an asshole. Yeah, if we like ask for ketchup, they throw ketchup packets at you. Oh, 
What? The whole shtick is like, what if the waiters at restaurants were allowed to be mean to the, the customers? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> why am I? Why don't I manage one of these? You'd be, you'd probably be really good at it until you wanted to like actually be mean instead of like the fun mean. Right, fun yeah. mean. Then they'd get mad. They're like, the, the waiter actually punched me in the stomach. Right. Yeah. They burned yeah. me with f- fryer oil. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't you don't see them in New York because all of our waiters are actors. And right. they don't know how to be mean. They just know how to be annoying. Broadway right. actors or yeah. uh, uh, graphic designers. Yeah. <laughs> so those Roanoke and Jamestown aren't the only shitty little startups in the U.S. There's actually a whole bunch of them that we don't talk about. Um, and I'm just going to go. Uh, I, I just want to go from the top here and say that this series, uh, the research comes from mainly one book. Okay. It's called uh, We Could Perceive No Signs of Them by David McDonald and Rain Waters. Rain Waters. What a fucking dick. Do you think he changed his name? Uh, yeah, probably. Like, it's probably like Johnny Waters. <laughs> Johnny Waters. <laughs> Cumbo Waters. Or like Rain Watman. And he's like, nah, I gotta... Rain yeah. Waters is right there. I just gotta throw it out there. I mean... How often do you hear a podcast that isn't just referencing Wikipedia and one BuzzFeed article? Right. So the fact that Travis has to go down and go, listen, we're going to stoop down to the level of other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Every other podcast, yeah. basically. I don't know if already in snows is. I know you know this, Connor, but there's a thing called books out there. They exist. They're smelly. They Connor's smell like professional. Paper. I do, do love the book profession. Yeah. All right. Uh, were so, those were they drinking in these colonies? Well, what the, some of them were, some of them weren't. We're going to be talking about how our, our colony, our colony this week, was drinking some very bad things. Uh, mm. But I want to. I'm still prefacing. This is going to be a long series. Again, we're just going to intersperse it between our other series. Um, but I'm going to pull a little bit of a George Lucas here because you might think Travis wouldn't it be great to start with uh, Christopher Columbus. He was the real shitbag that, uh, you know, started this whole Europeans fucking with natives and settling. Well, no, just like George Lucas, I'm going to save the masterpiece. That is Jar Jar Binks Columbus (laughs) in a prequel. Once we're done. (laughs) Yeah. Once we're done. um, See, you know, I thought you were going to twist it and say that we're going to start with Leif Erikson. Yes. We're we're going to start with the real original European colonialist. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, well, that's Italians. Listen up, you know. You know, Leif Erikson actually made it first. <laughs> he wasn't the first. Neither of those people were technically the first to fuck natives up. Specifically, not to this. Well, I mean, in general, like it's yeah. a, a practice. You know, they went to India, they shot over there, and started oh, fucking right, people right, up. Yeah. And you know, so we're just talking about the Americas just with the these Americas. colonies, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just want to be clear. Because who so, cares about the East? <laughs> right. So Formosa if you ask, and all. Yeah. If you ask any Italian, they will tell you with pride, Columbus was the man so proud to be Italian that he sailed with Spain uh, and discovered America in 1492. Uh, and you might be like, Giovanni, calm down, because he wasn't from Sicily. He was from Genoa, so he's basically French. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, we can knock that right out. He's a piece of mm. shit, Piedmontese. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 1492 is what I don't know. Do they teach that in schools anymore, or do they teach the Leif Erikson? They definitely. Well, hold hold on a minute. Are you are you implying that a school would make a correction? (laughs) 
Very no, true. they don't make a correction. They make a modification. So now they probably talk about some like dirty footed Indian. Uh, they, they probably still do the 1492 song just because it's so damn catchy. Um, yeah. But then they probably have like postscripts. So like, by the way, Leif Erikson was there first. Columbus was a rapist, even by like his own time standards. Mm-hmm. So instead, let's celebrate someone like Vasco da Gama, who's just like a run on the mill piece of shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the song, the 1492 song, you can't top. They're it. gonna change the lyrics. They 1492, got a, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. They're probably gonna put fucked a bunch of natives up. They're probably yeah. gonna change it to like the R word several times throughout <laughs> it. Like he raped the ocean to get to a place where he was also intending on raping. 1492, Columbus <laughs> raped across the ocean. Yeah. Blue. <laughs> right. So just to kind of just kind of lay this whole series of R words out. Uh, 14. Now we're, we're disregarding Leif Erikson for now. Maybe we can go into that settlement that also failed. That was a crappy colony. Yeah. Um, but so 1492, Columbus comes here. Him and his sons commit genocide on the island of Hispaniola, uh, which is the island that Dominican Republic and Haiti are on now. Cool. And uh, the Spanish kind of farted around the Caribbean for a while. Uh, they were just enslaving and slaughtering all the locals they could find, spreading disease. You know, we know that whole story. Um, and then they also started the lovely transatlantic slave trade. So you had African slaves and native slaves, and it was just a real shitstorm. Disavow that. Yeah. Not a yeah. fan. Just throw it out there. Don't worry. The natives eventually just all die. So it's mm. just European colonialists and black slaves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what the Caribbean turns into. So don't worry. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, you know, just disavowing all of it. You yeah. know, just throwing it out there. I make jokes, but I want everyone to know how much I don't like this character. Trick. Bad, bad. I, don't even I, like th- I think it's awful. This. Oh, yeah. God, it's awful. We should never talk about this again. I think, I, I think that a lot of people think it's awful, but not as much as me. That's right. You're you're the most awful feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I joke about it. <laughs> um, now, probably because all of the locals on this island, the Tatai, I think they're the Tataino on that island, and you know they're going into Mexico and they're raping and butchering and killing with diseases. All these people, the conquistadors thought, well, all the locals we told, you know, hey, go find us some gold. Or else we'll cut off your hands and cleave your children in half. They're not coming back with gold, so they're holding out on us. You know, they'd rather be cut in half or their hands cut off. These damn liars. Yeah. (laughs) And they're left with nothing but a pile of corpses and dead children, but no gold. So, again, they started to reach out into the conquest of Mexico. That was in in, um, 1519. Uh, landing in Veracruz and working their way up to the Aztec capital, which is in modern day Mexico, which is modern day Mexico City. And now I know what you're saying. Mexico is cool and all, and it is in North America. But look, like USA is Coca-Cola, Canada's Pepsi, and Mexico is RC Cola. So we're we're not even going to include Mexican colonies. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I was going to stop you there, but um, you just said I I. I know Mexicans all cool. I don't think Mexicans that cool. I mean, I think there's a cool spots, you know. <laughs> hey, but I mean, Mexico, if you're the RC Cola, I mean, like, I don't know, El Salvador's like Fago or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding around. Mexico's tight. 
Yeah, I like I those mean, cartels yeah. they got. That's sick. Yeah, the cartels yeah. are sick. Yeah, love cartels. <laughs> Do you see that cartel cat? I felt bad for it. They tattooed it. Why would they do that? The cat I don't know. It's a, a member. Like Echo oh. Mexico or something on this skinless cat. The real reason oh why God. I'm not going to Mexico is because the authors of the We Could Not, but We Could Perceive No Sign of Them didn't even put Mexico in, even though the subtitle of their book is called The Failed Colonies of North America, 1526 to 1689. So I don't know. I guess they don't think Central America is part of North America. I don't know. It was a good book besides that point. All right. Interesting mm. choice by them. Yeah. So tonight we were going to roast the first failed Spanish colony in the real North America. You know what cool. I'm saying? Which is America and Canada and shit. And that uh, colony is San Miguel Gualdepe. Say that word again. The, the San Miguel Guadalupe? de Gualdepe. There's no L in there? You sure? <laughs> Gual Gual Gualdepe, Guadalupe. No, it's not Guadalupe. All right. Somebody <laughs> said Guadalupe. I was watching this. It's not Guadalupe because it's not named after the Gualde people. Okay. Like the native people. San so. Miguel de Gualde. Mm. All right. Where Clunky. is this? Where is this in modern times? Well, we'll get there. We'll right. get there. We don't really exactly. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, they did there. that bad. Eh? Oh my god. It's yeah. <laughs> a very failed colony. <laughs> So this is it why there's no key east. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it took a while for the Spanish to actually think of the concept of sailing north. Um, and they decide, hey, let's try it. Let's go north of where we landed. So the first official documented case of the exploration of Florida was by a man named Juan Ponce de Leon in 1521. Wow. Now he's the old uh, fountain of youth guy, right? Yeah, I think he was the one that was looking for that boy. Yeah, Ponce de Leon. That's I remember good. that guy. Shit. Did he? Oh, did he found Disney World? He did. Yeah, That's he awesome. actually founded Splash Mountain, which they're getting rid of. <laughs> that explains that all like the child brains inside of adults that yeah. go to Disney. <laughs> yeah, little little fucking pudgy people with brains of eight year olds yeah. who somehow have jobs in dentist office. <laughs> oh my God, he probably loved Miami. <laughs> Yeah. So Ponce de Leon sets out to, I don't know, find the Fountain of Youth or just, you know, relatively find more land. Uh, and he hopes to set up a colony on the mainland in Florida. And he notices that the native people were not too keen on him poking around their backyards. And Ponce was kind of surprised about that, because usually the natives are like in awe of these Spanish ships and sailors and would come out willingly on their canoes to like trade you know, and, you know, see what's up. These are big-ass ships. I'd do that. If the aliens come, I'm walking right on board. Nah, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> so what Ponce didn't know was that the Spanish had actually been sailing to Florida as early as 1513 on slave raids. Oh. Oh, so yeah. wait. You mean that no one wrote this down? <laughs> They're like, ah, they hadn't sailed north forever. Well, yeah, so he's, Ponce de Leon is the first person to discover Florida, but there were slavers already in the area for about... They, they just didn't realize where they were, so we don't, yeah. we don't give them credit. I think you don't, need, you don't need to discover and find human labor. You could just do one at a time. Yeah. So it makes sense yeah. that you just roll in there and be like, come here, slaves, and then disappear. Right. Yeah, they don't get the credit. 
No. Although Columbus does. No, I mean, it's like, you know, if, if you're a dude who's hitting the nightclubs out here on Long Island, you're trying to rack up a body count, sleep with a bunch of babes. You're not trying to marry them all. Mm-mm. You're just trying to sleep with them. Yeah. Right? An analogy like that doesn't make too much sense. No, here, but let's go with it. I don't get the discover part of it, but sure. Well, I'm saying, you know, I'm the first guy to go to the club. You know, you don't have to marry every girl in it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's you also know, it's Florida. The There's a lot of clubs. Yeah. So is he like renting airboats for this or how's he yeah. getting through these swamps? <laughs> yeah, he's kayaking, actually. Sick. He's paddleboarding. He's like on the top of the paddleboard. Old Ponce de Leon, the pontooner. Well, wouldn't you know that Ponce de Leon gets shot by a poison arrow and barely makes it back to Cuba before he dies. Oh, that sucks, man. That sucks to be hit by an arrow and be like, I got to get out of shit for 13 days now so I can go <laughs> die somewhere else. So I can, it's the worst. So I can die of fever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to rule. In a straw hut. Just kill me. Yeah. Yeah. So our next brave explorer uh, was not out to settle a colony at first, but was the said slaver that was going out hunting for slaves. (laughs) Enter, I guess, our human subject for the day, uh, Lucas Vasquez de Alion. Oh, all right. We got Luke. Yeah. Luke. Spain. (laughs) He's from Spain. Rude guy from Spain. Now, these guys are all Spanish, right? This isn't like a Columbus situation. What do you mean? Like, they're not Genoese. <laughs> well, those guys were all Spanish, too. Well, no. Besides Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Columbus was Genoese. But he, like, fl- he flew with a... Sp- that's what I'm saying. It's His like, are fleet these, was all Spanish. Are these captains actual Spanish captains? Right. Or um, are they I don't, I, from I don't know. I, I'm assuming there's probably people generally from Europe that probably went there to make riches. But I'm pretty sure all the people that we're going to be talking about today are Spanish. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Lucas, our boy Lucas Vasquez, he was born in 1475 and became, he came from a long line of lawyers in Spain. Noble wow. That's yeah. thrilling for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy to become a lawyer back then. Yeah. We've talked about that plenty of times. I'm sure it was yeah. even easier in Spain in the, uh, 1500s. That's what I mean. It's like, they're just beginning to write this book on law. It, it's, it's also- a pamphlet. It's the Reconquista. So basically, if you just go up to any like noble and are like, let's kill Muslims, they're like, yeah, you're a lawyer now. God, Great. what are you, a lawyer? You're on yeah. board. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> look at this board. guy. What are you, seeking justice? <laughs> yeah. That's so sick. <laughs> um, now, Lucas was an all-around shady individual, even for his time. So he was sent to Hispaniola in 1502 to be a judge for the island, but was recalled back to Sk- uh, to Spain for investigations after people accused him of enriching himself unjustly. So you got a corrupt slave raiding? <laughs> yeah, a corrupt slave trading judge. And somewhere around that point, he goes back, after he's recalled to Spain, he goes back to the Caribbean and he decides, fuck this justice and court systems. I'm switching my careers to a slaver because it's a lot easier just to sell people than like bleed them dry into a financial husk, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to continue doing shady things in a legitimate business. I'm going to do shady things while running a legitimate business. Yes. Yeah. So Lucas and a bunch. Yeah. Lucas and a bunch of slavers uh, with the permission of Christopher Columbus's son, Diego, um, set sail up the east coast of America. Now, the ship cap, the, the pilot of this notorious group of slavers, is, it was a guy named Captain 
Pedro de Quijos. Quijos. The next. This is so sick. I love listening to you. Listening to you read these names is the best. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing my Spanish. What do you pronounce? Quijos, right? It'd be like Quijos. I don't speak Spanish. I saw like Mexico. It's like Quijos. I saw it. Print, mm. I saw it spelled with a J a few times. Yeah, so, so it's like a a y, like a soft uh, y sound. Yeah, the X is usually yeah. a, like a H sound. I'm just, uh, side, side note: I'm starting to learn Spanish because just for my job, right? Um, but yeah. I've been doing. I'm on a 25 day Duolingo streak with my Spanish. Nice. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Oh man, that's really cool, man. Who Thank do you me. have anyone to talk to in Spanish? My, my boss actually is uh, bilingual, so oh. I've been trying to. She's been out for two weeks, so I haven't been able to like talk. To when her. she comes back, you have to greet her and Hola. give her some papusas <laughs> or something. <laughs> so this guy Pedro, I'm calling him Pedro. Fuck his last name; it's got an X in it. Yeah, Petey. <laughs> yeah, Petey. Uh, so he was like this notorious captain, and everyone knew that he knew the best ways to lure the natives onto his ship and just like snatch them up out of their villages. Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of corn. Yeah. Corn on a stick. No, it was soccer. They hadn't known soccer yet. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're Spanish, doing? so they're like, oh my God. <laughs> Just yeah. don't touch it with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we love this. Uh, so on this little trip, Lucas and Pedro snatch up a total of 60 natives along coastal villages. Now, we don't know how far north they went along the east coast of modern-day USA, but some people think they went as far as Virginia. Others say Georgia, but the slave trip lasted three weeks. So they're out there snagging locals off the coast. You go work in their plantation. Quite a journey to get to Virginia at that time. What's that? It'd be quite the journey to get all the way to Virginia at that time. Yeah, right? I mean, I was kind of surprised when I heard how far north they might have gone. Yeah, and I'm amazed that they didn't just stop at Myrtle Beach, like... Everyone's got to stop <laughs> how did, there. How did they not get distracted? Oh yeah, I, I was gonna say the fact that they're going up the coast like this and kind of stopping along the edges, the the coastline, it makes a lot of sense because those are beach people. Oh yeah, they're so much more relaxed than you know uptight Midwesterns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're just like they're hanging out there. They're listening to Bob Marley, having a good time. They're they're swimming. All of a sudden, you're a slave. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to see. Lucas does have a little uh, trip to Myrtle Beach south of the border, you know, uh, Ooh, a little right. bit. So. Um, so they come back with all their slaves. And Lucas is, again, recalled to Spain. I, we don't know exactly why, but he has a plan. He's like, hey, uh, I should go set up a colony. That would be fun. And I could just snag some locals to help build it. Perfect. I saw these people just hanging out on the beach, drying fish. Then they're going to build my colony. Hmm, sure. They don't have much going on. No. Yeah. Um, now, before he could actually do this, like I said, he was recalled to Spain, and he had to meet with the royal court. And Lucas was pretty nervous about this because the Spanish monarchy, or Emperor Charles V and Isabel- Isabella of Portugal at the time, uh, they had been hearing about all the slavery that Columbus and his boys were up to in the new colonies, and they weren't too happy about it. Um, it wasn't something that Spain wanted, you know, they wouldn't want to be known as the slavers, per se. 
at the I, time. I've heard about this recently that um, part of the reason is Isabel in particular was really upset because she um, thought that like all these people that they were finding were going to be like new Spanish subjects that they could convert to Christ. So she's yeah. like, why are you enslaving my good Christian subjects? You should be oh. teaching them the Gospels. Yeah. yeah, that's putting the cart before the horse, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and then I, I saw one guy who, like, came to the like this defense and was like, you're right, my queen. Like, we should. Like, these are good people. These are moral people. How We can't enslave them. It's awful. What we need to do is import African slaves because they're beyond saving. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's like, you're like all the way up with this guy. Like, yeah, exactly. You shouldn't. Ins- oh, no, no. Yeah, you can't claim, claim land that's for Spain. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, you're Spanish citizens. Now you're slaves. You yeah. Got like, no, you're all Spanish now. Yeah. You got to mm. teach them good Christian values. <laughs> you're going to learn about tapas. <laughs> yeah. God, I never want to eat tapas again. <laughs> Look, you're going to love this, natives. There's uh, there's a whole Marvel universe of saints for you to learn. Yeah. Uh, and they all have their own <laughs> special powers. They'll keep you entertained for hours. Yeah. What a bad reason for someone to come to your defense. What? Because uh, <laughs> I want to convert you to Don't enslave these people. They could be Catholic. They could be Catholic. We could guilt them into slaving around for us. They could enjoy the Pope. Who doesn't love the Pope? <laughs> we love the Pope here in Spain. Why wouldn't they love him? Yeah. So Lucas is all nervous. He's like, eh, I'm a slaver. Monarchy's not too happy about the slaving. But he had a plan. So he had brought along a token Indian. A token, to- token native man. <laughs> all right. Now, this young man was able to learn Spanish pretty quickly and was baptized Francisco de Chicora um, because that was like the name of the tribe he was from. It was like the Chicora. Um, So people called him El Chicorano. Okay, that's a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of name that I would expect someone to have who was tattooing cats. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So all along this voyage back to Spain, El Chicorana, Chicorano uh, filled Lucas with all sorts of stories about his homeland, which he called the Kingdom of Duhare. Uh, he told them how fruitful the land was and that it was full of pearls and gems. And he even included a very weird detail about the king and queen of Duhare uh, that they were incredibly tall because they had been given some herbal concoction when they were young that softened their bones so they were able to be stretched out <laughs> soft bones that's sick yeah. yeah that is very cool yeah yeah just gonna stretch out your kid for a while that's what we do at daycare just let gravity do the work yeah it's like uh <laughs> they could like do they do pilates to like stretch them out like yeah some way they have to <laughs> or you know? a stretching rack the white woman rack yeah now, Lucas and El Chicorano, were, yeah, they reached Spain, and we don't know the original reasons why Lucas was recalled, but we do know with the help of Chicorano, Lucas was able to convince the royal court to give him permission to set up a new colony. And I can only imagine when something like this, like, listen, this El Chicorano guy says they have drugs over there that can make us tiny Spanish people really fucking tall. So we have to go set up a colony right now. 
That is the never-ending quest of humanity, is to just get bigger in some regard. We'll finally be bigger than the Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> I just like every bodybuilder, every guy who like looks at his penis even once is like, I'm going to be bigger. <laughs> yeah, just make that proportion. Get Go into Photoshop and just grab that one point and just make it longer. Yeah. A little bit. Just, you know. A little stretch. I don't need much. But when is enough? You know, if yeah. this was true, when would the Spanish be like, I'm seven eight. <laughs> I need more. I would say like eight and a half feet is where they top out. They'd yeah. be like, ah, we can't really fit through many doors in the churches anymore. So yeah, this is <laughs> this is where we max out. I think Shaq is the ultimate man. That size, yeah. yeah that I think size. it's real, very realistic that people shoot for that if they have the option to grow bones. That's you could get a good soft place bones. To go. If yeah. I got soft bones, I'd want to be like Shaq. Yeah, I'd be out there. Yeah. I'd be stretching. Uh, so Lucas also helped sell the colony. He was very good at marketing here. He fudged some numbers in the latitude so that the, the new colony was set to be on the same latitude as uh, Andalusia. And even though he knew that he was nowhere near far north as Andalusia, yeah. he was <laughs> yeah, like... That's New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, no, this is going to be new Andalusia. This is, so you're going to really want to get in on this. Mm. Amazing con by this guy already. Yeah. We'll build a bridge one day <laughs> with these long bones. Now, there came some stipulations with his colony. So he said he could colonize this area that he wasn't exactly, you know, clear with. Um, and the emperor said that the natives would be treated, should be treated fairly and would not be un enslaved, caveat, unless, of course, they were captured during war, which meant they were asking for it. Ah. Yeah. There's so our little... They're just going to start war. There's our addendum. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, and, and Lucas This like, guy is yeah. a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucas is like, yeah, 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 sure, that's cool. Look at the El Chicorano here. He's a happy little boy. He loves being in Spain. You know? Um, another thing was that he had to bring priests along with him to set up a monastery for St. Francis and his new colony. You gotta bring them Christians. Yeah. It's one of the dumbest things. You know? Get in there first. Christ later. That's what I say. Mm -hmm. Tom, you want to hear something even dumber? Sure. They had to bring worms with them. Why? Because uh, <laughs> Lucas had said there were loads of mulberry trees and Spain wanted to start a silk industry in the new world. So they're like, take these worms to make silks. That's... I hope they were just like earthworms. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going <laughs> they with. had no fucking clue what silk came from. I just have a picture of Matthew Broderick from the Godzilla movie. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just what I thought. They just they heard from some Ottoman guy that they captured during the Reconquista. It was like, oh, the Chinese, they got worms that make the silk. And they're like, well, we got tons of worms. What else yeah. do you need? Yeah, it's like, this is the wrong worm. No. I, got it's worms. Right. I have so many worms in my bread. <laughs> Yeah, so Lucas put all those worms in his pocket, and uh, right when he was about to leave, Charles V was like, hey, you know what? I'm also going to make you a knight in the Order of Santiago. So we've got a Sir Lucas Vasquez going on here. Nice. That's cool. Good for him. Or Senor, I guess it would be in Spanish. Yeah. Is it Senor? Yeah. I don't know. Stupid. Um, yeah, so him and El Chicarano head back to the New World with license in hand. And the second they get back, Lucas has a meeting with that slaver pi pilot 
the uh, Pedro de Quegos or whatever the fuck his name is. Queso. The guy who stole the 60 across uh, yeah. from the beach towns. Yeah, so Lucas is kind of like, hey, man, um, I'm going to set up this new colony. Got this shit. Got my worms. Going to get some priests. But here's the catch. I got to be nice to the locals because I promised the emperor of Spain and all. Problem is, is how are we going to be nice if we can't speak their language? I mean, I have El Chicarano here, but he only knows like one of the languages. There's a lot of different languages. And Pedro was like, I got you. I'm going to go sail up the coast 800 leagues and do another survey of the coast and I'll get you translators. And Luke was like, sweet, that's awesome. How, that, how are you, how are you going to find translators? Pedro's like, how do you think I'll kidnap them out of their villages? <laughs> Smart. <laughs> that way we know then, they speak the language. And then bringing them back to the same village, be like, here's my translator. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure it's how, like, how, how like, really old, white, rich dudes think. Like, how am I going to be nice to this person? <laughs> they don't have any of the same interests. They yeah, like love rock golf. and roll music. I like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I can't be nice to you. I don't understand. How can I treat you like a human? Yeah. <laughs> we drive different cars. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to be nice to you. Yeah, look at this kid on his ricer. Yeah, anything. <laughs> his haircut's different. How could I be nice to him? <laughs> what a bad excuse. Like, we don't speak yeah. the same language. I better be a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Pedro sets off down the coast while Lucas starts to prep his colony and start to build every all of his colonists and stuff. And on Pedro's trip, he snatched up a whole bunch of natives, kind of like a Chinese buffet, stirring up all these uh, hosti- hostilities as he raided their tribes. He actually traveled all the way up to the Chesapeake Bay. And when he got there, he was like, this is a big bay. I think I found the passage to the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, man, he's going to be really disappointed when he only gets to D.C. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're still figuring that out. Yeah. Could you imagine if we find that out in five years from now? There was a passage the whole time. <laughs> There's just a tiny little river that just goes Not even that big. Dude, Ohio's road, fake. Just <laughs> all the way down. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that, that train crash in uh, Ohio, that might actually help that move along. Oh, yeah, you know? he'll carve it out a little bit. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so he, he's, he's like, I'm going to go back to this bay because this is totally the way to the Pacific. Going to come back. Mental note. And while he was there, he actually <laughs> snagged an Algonquin speaker, which I don't, that's pretty far north. Uh, as, but at this point, he's pretty much just like collecting native languages like Pokemon cards, you know? Um, yeah, I bet he like, he raided the first person and then went to the next village. And, you know, languages were so different back then they could be various you know could change that quickly they're like hey can you sp- hey they're speaking a new language grab one of them one by one is just whoever they try and talk to they're like hey you're speaking to something new this grab is them. this is like a movie idea for england just like send someone <laughs> over to england and be like do you guys understand each other <laughs> absolutely not one can town you, over can you say this phrase <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so all paid- weird and rubbery mouthed <laughs> yeah Pedro comes back with all these native speakers. They're all speaking different languages, so they don't they don't know Spanish. They're just like <laughs> just like a a hall full of people just speaking all different languages. And he goes back to Lucas. He's like, "Look, I got all these guys, uh, but I didn't see this like civilization with all the gems and pearls that El Chicharano was talking about." 
And El Chigerano was like, Lucas, how long have you known me? You, like, since you captured me from my village? Trust me, there's a massive city, and you and I are going to be filthy rich. I just, just get the ships and the colonists, and I'll get you there. I, I think this Chicharano guy might have something up his little <laughs> sleeve there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what you look for? Yeah, yeah, we can find that. Yeah, I know <laughs> yeah. that. I've been there before. <laughs> that's yeah. totally something that you've heard from, like, a, a, a Mexican Coke dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this no, is pure. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> This Coke is going to make your bones soft so we can oh, stretch yeah. you out. Oh, you're looking for marijuana girls? Well, follow me this way. I know exactly where to get you marijuana. Mm-hmm. So mid-July 1526, Lucas assembles six ships with 500 men. That included farmers, doctors, gentlemen. And also not included in the count were women, children, and black slaves. I don't know why. Like, they just don't count as people. So it was around six. Travis, it's, I think? it's the Catholics in the late Middle Ages, early Renaissance. That's yeah, that's why they don't count. <laughs> yeah, that's like just cattle. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you're a, you're uh, a white man or a rich lady, and that's all. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else exists. Uh, so yeah, the manifest just didn't include them. We think it's probably around like six fifty people altogether. Lucas also stocked up the ships with food provided. By him from his own estates in the Caribbean. Things like pigs, sheep, cattle, grain, and of course, his pocket full of worms. Can't leave without those. <laughs> well, those just... aren't eating worms. No. I'm imagining him like every now and then just putting his hands back in his pockets and being like, ah, fuck. I don't know. Goddamn worms. <laughs> <laughs> so slimy. <laughs> now, this trip was cramped, probably about as dangerous as a Spirit Airlines flight to Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, very rough. I actually just to my flight to Tahoe wasn't spirit, but let me tell you, that was a hazardous trip. <laughs> mm. Um, so the six ship ships made it to Winya Bay in South Carolina. So I think that's around Myrtle Beach. Nice. This is, this is our Myrtle Beach zone. Uh, and one of the ships was like, oh, they were so excited to get to that. To the, that Rainforest Cafe. This was back when the Rainforest Cafe was open. Oh, um, so when America was great. Yeah, when America was great. This is actually the first settlement Rainforest Cafe. Oh. So one of the ships is really trying to get in there and gets too close to shore and hits a sandbar and is ripped in two by the waves crashing against its side. It like Jesus. turns and then the waves just break the ship in two. They should have used better material. Yeah, like steel. Oh yeah, I'm looking yeah. at I'm looking at Winyabe right now. It's near Myrtle. Yeah, it's a little just a little south of Myrtle, near Georgetown, South Carolina. For anyone who knows their South Carolina geography, I mm. I don't. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> don't know well. No, I don't know it at all. Actually. Yeah. So one of their six ships is ripped in two on this sandbar. Most of the colonists were able to be rescued because it's only a sandbar. It's like right next to the shore. But a healthy chunk of their provisions went down to Davy Jones' Yeti cooler mm-hmm. where he made so a sandwich all, all the piggies. Yeah. All, all the, the, the livestock. But he got the, he's got the worms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he got the worms. Also, uh, not that they would know this, but there's so much food there. 
you could just walk into the into the water ten feet and just grab a fish. Yeah, dude, they Any don't want a fish. fish. They don't want you a fish. Have... What are the worms actually for then? Well, no, actually, so... they were they they said something about fish because like it, we'll see. I guess the Spanish. This is before they invented the paella. You know, because <laughs> they had to figure that all out. All they eat is fish, though. <laughs> no, but for whatever reason, all these accounts are like, we can't survive here. There's so much fish and it's gross. We need pigs and really? cattle. I guess yeah. they really are like the white. There's so much gross fish here. <laughs> this is like when they're being very industrious. This is a time before they have a little. Like Spain, all European countries are much more relaxed now because they did all the things that we're doing now. We're exploring ourselves as Americans. You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're finding gonna, our We're going to cap out at some point and then also find our own siesta. Well, Mello. And go, hey, we don't have to work yeah. really at all. Like, I think we're there. Matters. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to yeah. open a restaurant for three hours. We're going to take a nap for two hours. We're going to open it up for two hours. You can smoke anywhere. There's you don't no have cops. to decide on a dish. You can have all of them. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you little bites of it. But my point is, is that when you're busy, like us Americans, you don't have time to deal with the, the bones, the spiny bits. Oh, that's where you're saying. That yeah. They're, these, they're, they're on the move. They can't, they can't bother it's with not even about, bones. Yeah, they, they, don't have, they don't have the proper equipment to make fish sticks. They don't have tiny forks. Yeah, none of that stuff. And, like, and then if I choke on a bone, I'm like, I'm never, I'm just rather starved from that. <laughs> I'm so busy. Rather yeah, starve to death than to get a spine yeah. in my head. get a what, splinter while you're trying to enjoy your dinner. Yeah. yeah that's what, not kind of, food. what kind of fish are in the South Carolina area? What do we got? We got like, because cod's further north. Yeah, that's a north boy. I'm not I know a big that. F- fisherman. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tuna? Well, our next subject might know. No, that's it's, like yeah. Pacific. Oh, the, the, the tuna's, tuna's everywhere, like, I think. Is it? But no, it's all salmon's like, everywhere. Is salmon? I think well, those are both not everywhere. I think no, it, there's definitely Atlantic, one of them. <laughs> there's well, Atlantic you, salmon, but it's up north near. It's like Irish and Scottish salmon. Right. Yeah. Well, so if like you like to go fishing what, off the coast of Myrtle Beach, sea robins. Yeah. That's sea robins. I know there are a lot of crabs in Myrtle Beach, but yeah, it's not the ones you eat. <laughs> oh, well. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they have all the prawns, things like that. Right, like right. it's all it's you know, you're in that area of the world where the southern seafood is um you know, the the crawdaddies. striped bass. Striped bass. Okay, there you go. Striped bass. We get those here too. Yeah. There we well, go. they don't want to eat that shit. They want to eat it's pigs too fishy and cows. for them. <laughs> yeah, too, it just tastes like fish, you know? Like the problem yeah. with fish is that it tastes like fish. Striped bass yeah. is the state fish of South Carolina, but in, I think it's a freshwater fish. <laughs> no, no, striped bass is not. Oh, okay. We get them here. That's right. a, um, yeah, uh, Justin fishes for them. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. Well, thank you to coming to Fishing Corner. It's the only thing I know. <laughs> yeah. My friend fishes. I don't see him anymore because those fish. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, they've got fish, but they're provisioned. They're real. You want a steak, and the steak is now at the bottom of David Jones' Yeti cooler. Like I said, he's mm. they want got Hamone Omaha Berico. steaks going. I also want Hamone Barico, but mm. yeah. Shit's tight. Yeah. So Lucas collects all these people floating around the water, and he orders all the ships to shore. I guess they figured out where the sandbar is, and they're like, okay, everyone land on the shore here. We're in Myrtle Beach. You're going to get a temporary tattoo. Welcome. Sue some henna. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to Senor Frogs. Yeah. Uh, and then he looks around. He's like, well, fuck. We're <laughs> in the middle of a swamp right now. Because um, I guess he's not on the actual, like, barrier island he's just in the swamps of south carolina that's most of what south carolina's coast is yeah swamps. well that's that's gator meat 
Gator is so good. Mm. These are Spanish people mm. from Spain. They're not going to eat a gator. They're <laughs> Why not? That's like, they're afraid of a striped bass. <laughs> yeah, they're going to think the gator's like a devil spawn. Like, ah, oh, it's Lord Azriel. Ah, oh, kill it. <laughs> yeah, they kill it and just let it rot there. This looks mm-hmm. like a Moorish plot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so they look around. They're in the swamp, and they're like, there's no fertile soil here to grow crops. It's buggy. It's a, just a complete shithole. But they set up camp, and they're like, because they already landed everyone on shore. And they're like, all right, well, we got to figure something out now. And they're just kind of twiddling around for a few weeks. And uh, then eventually Lucas is like, he calls a meeting for all the big wigs. It's like, okay, we got to figure out a plan. Uh, they're all dried off, as dried as you can be in August in South Carolina, which is not very dry. Yeah, so, so sopping wet and <laughs> yeah. covered in yeah. sweat. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Especially because they're probably all wearing wool jackets and <laughs> and point. armor and like armor. breastplates. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here he's like, he's all right, all right, boys. We're gonna send a scouting party both by sea and by land, and we'll see. You know, well, let's get that ship out of that sandbar and we'll salvage it and like build a little tiny ship. He's like, all right, I need to talk to El Chicarano right now. El Chicarano, come here. He's like, where's El Chicarano? He looks around the circle. His buddy El Chicarano is nowhere to be seen. Well, wouldn't you know, the second the ships landed, El Chicarano took all of the captured native translators and ran off into the woods. <laughs> Good for them. I like yeah. Chicarano. How many of them do you think could actually speak to each other, though? <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> yeah, right? Go left. Left, <laughs> idiot. Oh, our friend got eaten by a crocodile. You got to go north. You got to go south. You got to go west. I don't know where you got to go. <laughs> yeah, so Lucas felt really betrayed. He's like, my buddy, <laughs> Chicarano, come on. He just runs away? Just doing that. Just is probably what would happen if, like, any boss was in a boss employee scenario that was survival based mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm out of here. yeah yeah <laughs> you still pay my you know my yeah. my salary here but i'm running away and i'm leaving you for dead that's all i'm just thinking that happens every time the manager at dunkin donuts goes to the bathroom everyone just runs out <laughs> yeah it's impossible <laughs> to get a drink there yeah so anyway, the landing party goes out, or the land scouting party goes out, and they come back, and they're like, "This is all swamp and sand. This is not going to do." Yeah. So so Lucas makes a call, and he's like, "All right, we got to make preparations to move the settlement to the south. Probably we don't really know if it's to the south, but we got to find a better settlement." Now the preparations to move the colonists lasted about a month, and during that month. With their weak European bodies, they all just started to dissolve in the swamps of South Carolina. Literally, their skin is dissolving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's what happens when you put white, uh, you know, Europeans in a swamp. They Forward might. thinking. Yeah, they just, they just sort of wilt. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's what happens with the forward thinking in a swamp. Yeah. So Lucas decides to load all the women, children, and anyone that's sick onto the boats. And all the healthy men, including himself, would travel by land down the coast. 
So here is the thing. This is why I couldn't answer your question in the beginning of the episode. We don't know exactly where they went. Now, there are, I'm sure there's archaeologists that have devoted their entire careers trying to track this down. I actually looked into a few digs oh. at suspected sites, and they came up with nothing. Well, those guys are idiots. What a bad thing, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> other people living? That's what you want to... That is extra vicarious living? That's no way to be. No. Find a site, get into it. That's your job. Don't yeah. go looking for the job that doesn't exist, you dummy. <laughs> so some people think that they went north to the Chesapeake Bay. Probably not. There's other another really lazy theory that they just settled on the site that would become Jamestown. That's why they haven't found it. Smart. Um, that's probably not the case other uh, as well. Others think they went a bit further south in South Carolina or that they went to the mouth of the Savannah River in Georgia. Nice. But the majority consensus is that they probably went to Sapello Island, which is south of Savannah. All right. Is that yeah. by Tybee? I have no clue about Georgia. <laughs> okay. It's like this tiny little island that's, I don't know, it looks like it's maybe maybe about like 50 there, or so miles so south. So off of Savannah, there's like a little island called Tybee Island, and I think there's a couple other islands that are... Uh, it's like all islands. There's a shit. Yeah, what, right what off. What did you there. say it was called, Trav? Uh, Sapello Island. Sapello. Oh, it's um south of Tybee Island. Okay, very tight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is where they found Blackbeard. Is it? Or is he? It's because there's Blackbeard Island National Wildlife Refuge is on Sapello Island. Really? But I thought they. F I think they actually found Blackbeard's ship in North Carolina, like within the last ten years. Oh, so that's a fake. They took it's it to a bring fake. people in. Yeah, they moved it. It's wildlife refuge. All right, we got snakes. Island, it's all wildlife management now. Yeah, a lot so of wildlife pre uh, preserves down there. Reserves. Why, why can't I think of which one's right? It doesn't <laughs> matter, actually. It's the same. Dude, because those <laughs> okay. seabirds have soft eggs. You just got to protect their soft eggs. Is they that do. why they're so tall? Yeah. <laughs> it's a drug. Real skinny, so long many, legs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they look like the the women in L.A. <laughs> They've got soft bones, yeah. soft yeah. bones, really tall, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Very cool. So Very they cool looking. Yeah, they called this colony that we don't really know where it was San Miguel de Gualepe, and the uh, the San Miguel was because the colony was founded around September 29th, which is the feast of the archangel archangels, uh, Miguel. I guess. St. Michael. Saint, yeah, St. Michael. He, yeah. Um, he, did he kill the dragon? Or is that... I think that's him. The M Michael... Yeah. Well, I don't know about the... Because there's a few St. Michaels. So yeah. yeah. Too many Catholics. <laughs> so, yeah. Some, something in the Marvel Catholic universe. That's what they named uh, San Miguel part. The Gualdepe part is what the Spanish believe the locals called the area since the tribe was the Guale people. What could you imagine if it was just the locals' term for like F slur that they were <laughs> yeah. telling them? I'm pretty sure like similar things like that have are common throughout history. There's gotta be like yeah. there's there's a a Roman one that I think I've talked about before where it's like there's a shit ton of rivers in England named the River Avon mm. because when the Romans showed up they would just ask the locals like Hey, what's the name of that river? And the locals would be like Avon. 
which is literally the lo- the Celtic term for river. River. Oh. They'd be like, you mean the river? Like, and they're like, oh, it's the River Avon. Proceed, and then yeah. they'd cross it, go to another river. Like, what's this river called? They're like, river. You mean? Yeah, Avon. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sir. We will now name it. <laughs> I th- is that? Am I? I feel like Oklahoma. Or Tennessee, one of the state names is something similar. I mean, you got to think of all the Native American names that are here. There's no way that one of them isn't like translate to like Twink City or something, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck and you, Gable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you little, like, they were being all derogatory and non progressive and saying some mean words, and they were just like, oh, I like that word. Uh, squatch rolls off my tongue so well. <laughs> yeah, and this probably wasn't even any... The name of the tribe wasn't even probably Guale. It was probably, like, something completely different. It's yeah. just what these Spanish guys are like, Say Guale? Like, you know. Guys, I have some bad news. Uh, Patchog doesn't... It's, it's not a person's last name. Let's put it that way. So, since we haven't found this colony... Uh, we don't exactly know what the town layout was like, but the colonists did build permanent houses. Uh, they built an arsenal, and they built a Dominican church. Oh, so all the things you need. Yeah. Uh, now. <laughs> yep. That's it. A house, a house to store your guns, yeah. and a house for God. Yeah. He's got to chill. He's got to watch the guns. <laughs> I don't understand um, the arsenal thing. Didn't they just arm people and be like, here, hold on to this. You might need it. It's probably where they kept the extra gunpowder. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. The powder yeah. case. Musket balls. Yeah. Can't trust these people to just have it in their homes. No. Because they all got wood-burning stoves. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed one bullet. <laughs> hey, can you flip that pancake? And it just, like, the fire shoots up and lights the powder cake. <laughs> So imagine that scenario playing out in a modern context where you're like sleeping at night and you hear someone breaking your house and you reach under your pillow and you grab your little your little <laughs> your flintlock. Your flintlock and then you have to run down the street to go grab some like, I gotta sneak out. I gotta leave here for about My eight hours, babe. <laughs> Keep the door locked. Here's a broom. Don't worry, I knew no jujitsu. Yeah. Uh yeah, so the issue with settling one of the main issues, first of all, we're dealing with swamp again. It's more swamp because Georgia has also got swamps. Yes. Um, and there was some land that could be uh, farmed, but the issue was that they had settled so late in the season. It's September. So it's oh, not yeah. a good time to plant crops. And they had already lost a bunch, bunch of their supplies. They had gone through a bunch of their supplies. So they're running pretty low on uh, food and mm. things you need to live. Me. So as they're watching, like thousands of fish jump up and down in the surf. Yeah, yeah. Ew, unbelievable amount sushi. of shrimps. Damn, I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah, if only that guy in Spain invented paella. Yeah. Uh, so Lucas thought of a fantastic idea. He sent out another scouting party into the wilderness and met up with the Guale tribe, which was about nine miles inland, because. They would snatch these people off the coast, but, like, they didn't live on the coast. And for whatever reason, the Spanish were like, oh, let's set up right on the coast because we can trade here. But, like, the natives are like, that's dumb because we get, like, hurricanes and shit like that. So they're, <laughs> they're like, nine miles in, you know? And they come out to the coast mainly to, like, fish and dry fish, and that's where they get snagged. Uh, so he sends this scouting party in, and... uh you know, this is one of the same native tribes that only a year ago he had sent Pedro to kidnap and enslave them. Uh, 
On top of that, El Chicarano had probably been spreading the word about these Spanish dickheads trying to KOA camp on their beaches. Um, so when the scouting party reached the Guale, they were like, uh, sorry, man, we don't have any surplus food. You're shit out of luck. Go back to the beach. Have fun. Get a base tan. Come back mm. later. Yeah. Okay. Now, malaria was a constant problem in these hot climates. But on top of malaria, uh, spreading through the colony was a uh, this, uh, alarming case of dysentery. Mm. I thought you were going to say syphilis, but uh, dysentery yeah. also tracks. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, the, oh, it tracks. Yeah. These smooth brains were using a technique called shallow barrel wells to tap uh, into the fresh water that sat above the salt water on the Georgia water table. So not only was this water like really brackish, basically swamp water, but people were shitting and pissing everywhere. So when you pulled up from this well, you're just drinking poopy water, oh. and that makes your tum-tum hurt. No latrine discipline. Yeah. Terrible. None at all. So the colonists started to drop like flies, which is a bad analogy because the flies were probably strong as bulls living yeah. off the fecal matter and death. <laughs> Guess what? The average lifespan, 24 hours. You know how when a youngin dies, it's yeah. 23 hours. Oh, man. That's not like these colonists. <laughs> yeah. So a few weeks after settling the colony uh, and after it was founded, our boy Lucas Vasquez dies in 18, or in, uh, in, on October 18th, 1526. His final thoughts were probably the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. probably so just like, I could have just stayed in Spain. I could have stayed a lawyer. Yeah, I could have <laughs> been a lawyer. could have just been hanging out smoking cigarettes. I would have made partner by now. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, I'm dying on some poop. Now, remember. Okay, Chicharino. <laughs> remember here, we're not roasting our boy Lucas Vasquez. We're roasting the colony. So just because his story's over doesn't mean that we're done here. Now, Lucas was the de facto governor of this colony colony and he had made sure that all the preparations were ready in case if he died because the dangerous work setting up a colony he didn't want to leave his fellow colonists without a rock solid leader in charge and that's why he put in his will that his nephew juan ramirez would take command of san miguel could you imagine good yeah the nephew yeah <laughs> legitimately the definition of nepotism yeah um hey i i brought you guys to a shithole but remember, I did a good job. You're all going to die here, but yeah. I did a good job, right? So you want someone that I'm going to pick who's pretty much just like me, but less experienced, correct? Okay. I told my sister I'd look after her son. Yeah. And so here he is. So, he's going to uh, look after you. He might be much younger than you, but he's your boss yeah. and your governor. Yeah. And he's so going to poop in your mouth. Yeah. Juan Ramirez. Juan Ramirez. He's in the will. He's like, we got. he is the new governor. Problem is that he lived in Puerto Rico. Oh, well. at least it's in the same hemisphere. I thought we were gonna get like, oh, he lived in Madrid still. <laughs> so, do you think he was one of these guys? Did did this guy come up to the colony? Uh, so the nephew, the immediate command passed to Captain Francisco Gomez, uh, and one of his first orders of business was sending a ship to Puerto Rico to get Juan Ramirez. <laughs> wow, that's like the least American thing you can do. Yeah. You're an American, act like it. Don't go importing Puerto Ricans. They'll yeah. find their way here and bring their flag and have a great time. <laughs> I love a parade. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? 
now I'm just Cap- saying it's a joke. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Francisco <laughs> Gomez. I mean, the at this point, now that Lucas died, there's complete chaos breaking out in the colony. And so he sends this ship out for Juan Ramirez to be like, yo, your uncle's dead. Now you have to come to the shithole and govern it. This was not the response that the colonists were looking for. They were like, I want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck this place. Can, can I get on that boat to fetch him and then not come back? Yeah, we can hijack the boat. I just need a boat. Ours is on a, uh, it's on a, a sandbar, right? That was what it got. Yeah. On a bulkhead. Those are man-made. Mm-hmm. Some reason I kept thinking bulkhead, but yeah, my ship's on a fucking sandbar. I can't get anywhere. Yeah, I just imagine, uh, you know, one of the guys being like, "I'll go on the, I'll, I'll brave the seas to go get Juan Ramirez." Yeah, to get out of this shithole and go <laughs> listen to some reggaeton for a week. <laughs> so right after the ship, the lucky ones got out to go fetch Juan. A coup was staged by a guy named Pedro Bazan and Guinness Doncel. Um, they arrested Captain Gomez and held him prisoner in Doncel's house. Now, Doncel set about executing a bunch of people he didn't like, including a bunch of the black slaves. Because, you know, can't have them around us with the, shit going bad. Yeah, the Doncel of yesteryear is the incel of today. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gomez had his supporters, though. Two main hildagos, or gentlemen, one named Mon- Monteresno and one named Oliver So. <laughs> Oliver So? Yeah, it's literally Oliver So. I like that name. Yeah. It's tight. Uh, they formed their own faction. So we've got the, the colony split into two factions. We've got the pro-Captain Gomez and the pro-Doncel group. And they're... The the pro Gomez faction demanded that Gomez Gomez was released and order was restored. Now Bon uh, Bonson and Doncel knew how to deal with uppity gentlemen, so they snuck into Montero's house one night and were going to stab him to death while he slept. But they must have not been the most quiet assassins because they caused enough noise to wake up his next door neighbor, Oliverso. <laughs> not even him. It was yeah. the neighbor. Yeah. So a sword fight broke out late at night and Oliverso bested Bonson and cut him deep in the leg, like a nice leg wound. Oh, and that diffused the whole situation. It's always nice when you're in a doing a coup in the swamp and then you're going to just die of a flesh wound. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like I knew you should have turned off your cell phone from playing music. Like once he sees the chunk come out of his thigh, he should have just been like, can you just stab me through the throat? Can right. I can I not die slowly over the next 4 weeks? Yeah, yeah you, right. You see that hell spawn lizard that's swimming around next to us <laughs> the size of two men? Just throw me into that thing. Feed me to the fishes. That way I know you won't eat me also. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think to yourself, this, so the, the, the governor, the governor in charge, he dies, what, three weeks in? Six weeks in? Uh, it's a, yeah, a few weeks in. Yeah. All right. And no one had the wherewithal to be like, let's go back. Let's build a <laughs> ship or not be here. Well, that's what Don Sol and his crew were like, fuck this. And, yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they right, were like, fuck this, and the, the gentlemen, the, you know, the, the upper class were like, no, we're going to brave it out, Res- order's restored, oh, Captain okay. Gomez I, is going to lead us. I thought it was more of a power struggle dynamic. Where well, it was, like, but 
basically no, like, it's like a we're coup, gonna stay in the same place. No, coup counter coup. Coup to coup to go. Coup to go coup to counter go. coup to stay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very tight. So the gentleman faction, Captain Gomez faction won. So great. They can go and free Captain Gomez uh from this house. But that wasn't exactly what went to plan because in the ensuing chaos, the black slaves were like, fuck all these dumb white people and started to light all the houses on fire, including Donsel's house where Gomez was locked inside. Good for them. Yeah. All right. Now, lucky for Gomez, somebody from his faction was able to free him before the house was fully engulfed in flames. Now, with the colony burning in the background, all of the black slaves escaped off into the woods and joined the Guale tribe. Nice. That's awesome. Good for them. I'm yeah. real happy that they made it out. Yeah. 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 Now, with Captain Gomez back in power of his charred colony, his first order of business was to behead one of the other faction and arrest Donsell. He's like, we're going to cut. Oh, the guy who got his leg cut, Bonsall. They're like, oh, his leg's cut. We're going to behead him now. <laughs> Good. He probably was asking for that. All yeah. these guys have names like medication. <laughs> I think that's my Spanish pronunciation here. Donsol. You may <laughs> want to talk to your doctor about Donsol. Donsol. Yeah. Donsol can cause the following side effects. <laughs> yeah. Hemorrhagic fever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those medications that fixes uh, toe, toe fungus and all that, but you will kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. One in ten. May cause one dysentery. in ten kill yourself. May also lead to sword fighting with your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> so we still have some pretty disgruntled colonists here. And this disgruntled, the disgruntled colonists were like, I think those black slaves had the right idea uh, in, like, just booking it out into the woods. You know, our village is in ashes, our leaders beheading people. I'm going to go to the Guale. Living life off the land. Sounds nice, right? So, so a, group- a white Spaniard runs into the wood, and he's just, like, looking for people he can identify with, going like, what up, fam? What up, fam? <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, he so, finds the Guale tribe, and then the black slave's like, yeah, that guy, kill him. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Kill that guy. I'm cool, G. <laughs> well, yeah, so the group of dissenters left Gomez's colony and headed out into the woods. Now, this between like this whole big riot thing, that had been a few weeks. Uh, so the black slaves had arrived in the Guale tribe, and the Guale uh, got to know them. They liked them. They were listening to the stories about the nasty Spanish. So when these Spanish dissenters came stumbling out of the bushes, all tired and hungry after a nine-mile hike, uh, they instantly greeted the villagers with something like, Oh, hey, this village is so cute. It could do some remodeling. You guys got any food? How are the women? I see their right. tits are yeah, already yeah. out. Do you have <laughs> any food? Ooh, no, not. I don't eat fish. I don't <laughs> eat fish. <laughs> I'm at food, not fucking slime with scales. <laughs> So the Guale looked at the black slaves, the black slaves looked at the Guale, and then they slaughtered the Spanish dissenters. <laughs> oh, even better for them. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. <laughs> That's are justice coming right up there. Guale. Yeah. <laughs> so after the killing was done, the black slaves were like, listen, these dickheads are going to keep coming. Their colony's a shithole. Uh, they're starving. They're drinking poop water. Uh, and they're just going to keep showing up and trying to boss us around. So now that you got us, why don't we go, like, fuck with them? Like, jump out of the woods, kill a few of them, burn their shit, and then maybe they'll fuck off. So this started, this is when the Guale, because they were kind of like, let's just leave them alone, they're going to die on the beach. But this is when they became 
openly hostile to San Miguel and started right. doing these hit and run saboteur attacks on the uh, the colony. So eventually, Captain Gomez was like, "All right, I kind of see your point, guys. This shit is not working." And he decided to abandon the colony only a few months after it had founded. Um, now, the evacuation was cold and slow and dangerous. At this point, there were only 70 survivors. Oh, my God. 650 was the start number, right? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So the pile of dead bodies must be out of control. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like burying them at low tide and like, oh, another one washed up this morning. Yeah, they don't understand the water table there. They're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. He's oh, back this the date. Oh, my cup of water kind of tastes like Chico. <laughs> uh, so there were only 70 survivors that boarded into two ships. That actually, I guess their ships have been like fucked up. So like the two rescue ships came and the ships were actually caught in storms returning back to the Caribbean. So out of that 70 that left the colony, only 20 survived the trip. Oh, <laughs> not good. Was Gomez one of them? The captain? Yes. Gomez was one oh, of them. Lord, it's like the drunk drivers surviving every car crash. <laughs> yeah. So Man. this whole story happened over the course of maybe four or five months. And like I said, 20 of them made, home, made it home. That were like the last stragglers. But out of the 600 men and women uh, that Lucas brought, about 150 made it back to the Caribbean. Most of them leaving on these like, oh, yeah, go get Ron, uh, you know, Juan Ramirez or go on a scouting party. So 150 right. of them made it back <laughs> in total. Mm -hmm. Um, Oof. yeah. Uh, some of the survivors were Captain Gomez, the slaver Pedro Cuellos, um, Guinness Doncel, the guy who started the rebellion, and that dude Montsinestro, who's the Hildago. He actually ended up going. He was like, I did, I can't get enough of this whole colony thing. <laughs> so when he got back to the Caribbean, he actually joined a German expedition to Venezuela a few years later. <laughs> was that oh. with, was that with the one with Kinski? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possibly, possibly. And that is our first colony in our crappy colonies series. Well, that one definitely crappy. Yeah. That sucks. Not um, the not the quality of your work, Travis. That was wonderful, but I would not want to live on that colony yeah. at all. And if you live in the Georgia or South Carolina area, you should get that metal detector out. Maybe you'll find, I don't know, Captain Gomez's cock ring that got ripped off. <laughs> don't give me that fight. shit. You hate metal detectors. I do. You'll find, I do. You'll find unused fish hooks that were given to the Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> get the metal detector, and the second you find something historic, call it real archaeologist <laughs> no that's not true don't do that uh save it and find out what it's worth yeah bring it to antiques roadshow exactly yeah <laughs> wear the worst shirt you have that doesn't fit well not just colors but <laughs> and buy buy a hat at the entrance yeah <laughs> wear a big old mustache and go i found this on the beach <laughs> um yeah i mean the whole story reminds me if like people were altcoins you know it's just like <laughs> so much of an investment yeah nothing on the return i yeah. mean i i think lucas vasquez kind of it's probably good that he died because he had sunk so much money into this like literally when i said like all the supplies came from him and the ships came, that was all out of his own pocket 
all his lawyer money. He blew yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, he probably wanted to die at some point. Yeah. He's like, this is crazy. He's like, oh, this is sucks. that the is that the poop water? Can I get two jugs of it, please? Yeah, can you uh, can you leave it in the sun for a while and then give it to me? Yeah. All right, that's fun. So we have more yeah. of these. I get. How many more do you? Oh, we've got loads and loads of them. This is gonna be like, like I said, it's gonna be an ongoing series. That like, we're not gonna next week isn't gonna be more colonies, but we'll we'll come back to them. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I like, like probably it. around intermittent or so. We should do that all the time. With all of our multi-parters, just release them randomly. Let's <laughs> yeah. do a million part ones. Well, we got a few more Spanish colonies, and then we're going to be talking about some French colonies, and then even some English colonies. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. I got nothing. I'm just really happy. That I'm, it... I'm happy for the slaves that got away and then got their revenge on these people. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what's interesting is I was doing a little bit of, I was like, when you YouTube or Google uh, San Miguel de Gualapia, you don't get too many hits, which like, but there was this one guy who's like this black historian that I guess lives in South Carolina. And I guess they were what celebrating. Does, that mean? does he only do history in February? <laughs> no, but they were celebrating the, um, I was like the 200 or what, I don't know, 400th year of Jamestown. I guess, or maybe 500. I don't know exactly what it was. But part of the celebration was like, these were the first African-Americans in um, of the Americas were brought into Jamestown. But the guy was like, no, it wasn't, because we had this whole group of slaves that came with the Spanish and, you know. And killed the Spanish. Yeah. And killed them and they ran off in the woods. Yeah. Good work. Well, yeah, I mean... What what can you do in these situations? We know nothing of this. We're too comfortable. I think the biggest lesson from all of this is practice good latrine discipline. Yeah. yeah. It will literally save your life. And bring a pocket full of worms wherever you go. <laughs> yeah, wait. Yeah, what, what happened to the worms? worms? We never got worm closure. <laughs> I think he probably ate them. <laughs> My little See, silk nuggets. Anyone who can find this uh, ev archaeological evidence of this place just needs to find where there are silkworms right. in Georgia. Yeah. And then you've, you, there you go. You found it. There's the evidence. Yeah. When yeah. I move to Georgia, I will totally forget about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day I'll be walking along a totally developed area of and, Savannah. And find a silkworm. And find a silkworm. <laughs> and then run into the woods and never speak to anyone again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he also brought a bunch of gold. Ooh. Why would you bring gold? You're going to get gold. No, they didn't mention gold at all, but I'm sure there's somebody who's like, or the guys that are digging in that hole up in like Nova Scotia or whatever, that island where they're like, there's Viking gold in oh, this yeah, hole. Yeah. Is it, there's a whole show about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they haven't found shit. Let them keep digging. That's what they yeah. want to do with their we lives. Ain't sure. found shit. I remember when that show came on, my dad was like, I remember reading about this hole when I was a child. And I was like, wow, this 60s sounds real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Travis. Yeah, thank that you. That ruled. Yeah. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you know, I keep forgetting. Travis, you got to close the show. I know you just did all this reading, but you're much better at opening and closing than I will ever be. Uh, so maybe you should go to roastmortemcast.com where you can buy some shirts or Amen. a hat. Or maybe, more importantly, you should go to roastmortem... Oh, no. You should go to patreon.com slash roastmortemcast where you can 
buy Patreon points that go into our wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Um, Every time you share something on social media about, I don't know, an earthquake or a kid with cancer, it doesn't do anything. When you give us money, you know what that does? Makes us happy. It's tangible. I feel it. Yeah. We're so much happier than that kid with cancer Mm -hmm. and that earthquake. So next time you see one of those, think of us. Yeah, the earth is going to rumble. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to rumble. If there's that Facebook thread with that kid that, you know, has a GoFundMe for cancer, just drop one of our shows in the chat. Listen, you're paying Don't for your... Don't explain anything. Just share it. <laughs> you're paying for Ukraine anyway. If you're a U.S. citizen, you're paying for the you taxes, already, okay? You've you're already, already doing your, your part. part. You're helping out. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you haven't filed your taxes, then you haven't done your part yet. Yeah. So go file your taxes. Help Ukraine, your Ukraine by force or go to jail. Help Raytheon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Grumman, a Grumman, North, 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 North Grumman boys. We're all Grumman boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Total Grumman heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Lockheed boys. <laughs> all right. Peace. Later. That'd be such a funny name for a band from Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> the Grumman boys. <laughs>